to Gossip Happy Hour. This is your host, Riley Wilkes, and it's been a long, long day of drama, to say the least. So I'm so glad I didn't record last night because there's a bunch to talk about today and even stuff that has happened all week long, and it's a lot. So let's not waste any time. Let's get into it. So there's been a slew of controversies recently. Most importantly, I think, is Lil Nas X is new music video, Call Me By Your Name. So in this music video, it depicts Lil Nas, and it has a religious theme. He's up sort of in heaven. He goes by the tree where Adam and Eve were. There's a serpent, and he's just dancing, and he goes up into the sky, most likely meaning he's ascending into heaven. And then he falls back down off a strip pole into hell. That's where he ends up grinding on this devil. And then he kills the devil, takes his horns, and is like king. So... There are many, many Christians upset about this. And this is really what it boils down to. There are hypocritical 13-year-old teenage boys upset about this, when in reality, they were the ones who told him almost every day since he's been famous that he's going to go to hell for being gay. So Nas, Lil Nas has basically said, okay, if I'm going to hell for just being who I am and loving who I want to, then so be it. So now that he actually went to hell in the music video, they're upset for him for depicting hell like that. You told him he was going to hell for being gay. So now that he do, is doing it, you're upset? Explain how the, any of this makes sense. You guys are all such hypocrites who are probably every night jerking your dick. Which is against the Bible. But now all of a sudden you want to have a fit over a music video and it's it all boils down to it it's simple if you don't like the music video don't fucking watch the music video it's that simple i promise you you don't have to watch the music video it's mocking religion it's mocking you tell him he is going to go to hell for being gay how is that not mocking in the bible it says love thy neighbor let he without sin cast the first stone all of you guys have sinned in your life. However, you constantly judge other people for what they're doing. You're constantly horrible human beings. You constantly mock everybody else. But the minute they turn it back on you, you flip your shit. And the first thing is not everybody is Christian. Lil Nas is not a Christian. So it's not really his job to treat Christianity and shine it in a bright light. He can shine however he wants. And because the Christianity he's been told to is that you guys say your God would hate him for being gay. That he wouldn't love him. That he would be damned for eternity for being gay, for having sex with men. That is it. First of all, if you guys think any God would look down at someone and just be like, you were a great human being, but you slept with men, you're going to hell. You truly did not really read the entire Bible. And I'll say I'm a Christian. I had no issues with Lil Nas' music video because it's a reaction to all the people who have been bullying him and harassing him and threatening him for years just because he's gay. And we've seen this many times. 
many music videos. There's at least South Park's episodes about the devil. There's a fucking team, the New Jersey Devils. There's a pro hockey team called the Devils. But now you get upset when a black queer man does it. Let's be real. That's it. That's what it boils down to. And you guys are upset because, oh, his fan base is primarily on. Lil Nas never asked to be a role model for little kids. Like I've said with Bryce before, he did not sign up to raise your kids. That is your job as parents, to raise your own kids. You think they're going to see Lil Nas's music video and then say, Mom, I want to have sex with the devil. If that's true, then you've probably done a lousy job parenting. Lil Nas can make whatever the fuck kind of music he wants. He can dance on whoever he wants. He can make any music video he wants to. It is not his job to control his audience. Do you guys even listen to Old Town Road? It's literally about getting drunk, doing drugs, and cheating on your spouse. Like, did you not hear the song? I'm going to ride till I can't no more. Do you really think that's about riding horses? It's not. Like, the hypocrisy from so many people out there is just astounding. And then so he ended up making a shoe line with Nike. I don't know if it was a collaboration with Nike, but he's using the Nike Air Max 97s. That's basically like saying themed. It has, it's black and red. It has the upside down cross on the, whatever it's called, shoe tie, whatever. I don't know. It has actually like a drop of human blood into the soles, which is insane but it's kind of cool at the same time it is i don't give a fuck and then it has a version from luke on the back of the soul and that literally in the scripture is where the devil is dead so you think he's praising the devil he literally killed the devil in the music video like did you guys all of y'all saying oh he praised the devil he had sex with the devil he had sex with him but he didn't praise him he literally killed the devil at the end like i think you guys literally just missed that entire part where the most likely outcome, you're just choosing to ignore to fit your narrative. It's a, it's just simply shocking the fake outrage by people on this app. There's literally churches being talked about it. Like when there's mass shootings, there's a crisis at the, at the border. There's wars going on. But hey, Lil Nas made a music video. Let's talk about that. Out of all the humanitarian crises in the world, Lil Nas fucked the devil. So let's be upset about that. When the own church, the establishment, has literally allowed like pedophilia, rape, sexual assault, all of that. But y'all, y'all ignored that, didn't you? But no, Lil Nas made a music video grinding on the devil. And that that's where the line has been drawn. Screw pedophilia and all the other sins they have committed. Let's focus on this. It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. I thought the music video was kind of cool. Like it was the first of all, the visual art in that music video was amazing. It was crazy. Like I don't think I've ever seen a music video quite like that without all the devil shit. The way it was produced, and like he was the only person in the music video. The graphic designers, the art, it's amazing. It really is truly amazing. It's already the number one song. And you guys are literally falling into exactly what he wants you to do. He wants you to get mad because it is now number one trending and it has. Let me check the music video, how much fucking streams it has, because it's a ton. Lil Nas Montero. Where is it? Did they take it down? 
Montero. It has 60 million views because of the fake outrage. And he literally like wrote that song last year. He's been making this music video ever since. That's why it took so long. And I'm was, honestly, it was worth the wait. So I don't, you guys can have fake outrage as much as you want about Lil Nas. But if you are committing sins, if you are doing the same shit, maybe not on a music video, but it doesn't make you exempt. And it's the same people who are always racist, homophobic, transphobic, all of that, that get upset at Lil Nas. So maybe, just maybe, Lil Nas wouldn't depict the devil that way if he all stopped telling him he was going to hell for being gay. Like two plus two equals four, guys. It's it's really, I promised you, it's not that complicated to see. It's about so much more than that. And first of all, it's one of the first like gay loves by mainstream artists, gay love stories that can give young LGBTQ people like a song to look up to. So let's also focus on the fucking positives of it. Like shit, no one's covering that. They're focused on him having sex with the devil. When they're literally ignoring the actual lyrics, which it being a love story. There's so much beauty and so much great in this song, but it's being outweighed by people wanting clicks on Twitter and TikTok. It truly is the dumbest shit. And it's hilarious. He is made it so fucking Lil Nas is the funniest person I've ever seen in my entire life. Let me just go to Lil Nas's Twitter real quick because it's hilarious. Like the shit he's, he's been in someone's, he's been in a beef with Caitlin Bennett, who is the well-known like conservative gun girl who would go to college campuses and try to like say the dumbest, most racist, ignorant shit. Like she's been a meme for the, on the internet for years. Like if you think like Ben Shapiro and that were bad, wait till you see some of Caitlin Bennett's videos. Anyway, so she got upset at Lil Nas, obviously. And the reaction from her was crazy. Like it was scary how insane it was. Caitlin Bennett. She's not even verified on Twitter. That's embarrassing for her. Here we go. So this is what happened. The little Nasta tweeted the tweet. And then Caitlin Bennett said, the guy takes it up the ass from Satan and wants to talk about... So she... Okay, this is where it all started. She said, it's it's your week... Weeks like these that I'm thankful to be blocked by Lil Nas. And then she, she was like, I can still see your tweets, shitty pants. And then Caitlin said, the guy that takes it up from the ass from Satan wants to talk about shitty pants. And then Lil... Fuck, I wish I could see Lil Nas's fucking tweets. She, he said something back. And Caitlin said, do you still see your dad? Which is obviously one of the most racist stereotypes of black men and then Lil Nas said yep and I might fuck yours <laughs> fucking savage I love him so much and then Caitlin said Lil Nas just threatened to rape my dad sounds what I'd expect where, where did he fucking say he'd rape her dad like huh and then someone else tweeted Vosh tweeted Bennett is strongly underestimating her dad's willingness to fuck Lil Nas <laughs> and then she said it's nice to be hated by all the right people this guy's a literal pedophile that says child pornography should be legal which I don't think is very true at all God, there are actually fucking articles written about it saying that he's trying to rape her dad. Where did he say that? Like, where did he say that he was going to rape? You guys are confusing consensual sex with rape. 
It's like you. First of all, she doesn't even really fucking believe the rape. I can't believe this is fucking insane. How crazy this got over a music video. Anyway, so that was what happened with Paul Nas and Caitlyn. But the whole thing is stupid. It's all hypocritical. Everyone is complaining. It's dumb. That's it. It's simply so stupid because you don't have to listen. You don't have to buy the shoes. You don't have to subscribe to Lil Nas. Like, that does not matter. I promise you guys. Anyway, let's talk some Mads and Nessa drama. So, Mads and Jaden recently broke up. Josh confirmed it on the podcast. And this morning, or this afternoon sometime, Mads tweeted, there's, so there's a trend going around with Taylor Swift's song. And it's basically saying, like, it shows you and your boyfriend when you're happy. And then the girl who sort of stole your boyfriend. So Mads did this, but then included Nessa with Jaden and basically saying like, until you happened, like this is what happened. And then sabotage, like basically implying that Jaden either cheated on her with Nessa, they were together now and Nessa stole her boyfriend, which went insane. She deleted it about 10 minutes after, which I expected she did. So I duetted it right away. So you can find it on my TikTok page or Wilkes too. So that's what started it. It just went downhill from there. So people, first of all, everyone's freaking out because we were like, okay, the next BFFs is cra- going to be crazy because Josh is going to have a lot to say about this, as he should. And we were correct. They did an emergency BFFs podcast. First of all, let me go through what else Mads and Nessa said. Josh tweeted this first before Nessa before Mad spoke out again. Swear to God, if another controversy happens that I'm somehow looped into, they could make a show called Josh in the Middle. And then Mads tweeted this. I don't need to explain myself to anyone. I agree the video was immature and I could have expressed it in a different way or even just kept it to myself, but I'm tired of looking like I'm the bad guy because people unfollow me. I was never jealous of a song nor jealous of her. I know Ness better than anyone and she knows exactly why I posted this video and that's all that matters. I still don't encourage hate for her or in towards anyone, always positive. Okay, first of all, the last sentence, you can't say always positive when you basically shot a video blaming your best, one of your best friends for your breakup on the internet where you have over a couple million followers. Can't do that, that's not positive. You knew this was the reaction. You knew exactly what would happen when you posted this. You deleted it 10 minutes later and you still knew everyone would see it and it would get your name in the van. Then she said, I'm always tired of being the bad guy. Mads? is in every piece of drama really related to Sway, the Sway girlfriends. If you remember a while back, Bryce, Hall, Josh, and maybe Griffin basically said, the Sway girlfriends don't love each other like the Sway boys do. There's always been an issue, there's been a rift. Mads is clearly the, I think the one that had the issue with people. She's always the one in drama. She's always, she's a followed Nessa before. She's always the one unfollowing people, always the one sending shade. But it's also she and Jaden have broken up like three separate times and gone back together kind of three separate times. Mads, before even going into anything Josh said about Nessa in this whole situation, clearly you and Jaden do not work. Clearly there's trust issues. There's toxicity in your relationship. He is not meant to be with you. Don't blame any. What was it Nessa's fault? The other three times you guys broke up was Nessa's fault. Then, no. Have you ever thought maybe you guys just don't work? Instead of blaming your best one of your best friends, you simply handle it like a fucking adult and accept that you guys aren't going to be together. Maybe I don't know. It's just a thought. It's really just a thought of mine. It's dumbest shit ever. 
And yeah, you, you're sick of being called the bad guy, maybe because you're in every situation. Maybe you are the problem. And I don't want to hate on you. I really don't because I'm always about saying positive and defending people and understanding them. But God, Mads, you're in every situation. And then with a statement like this, you're sticking to what you said in the video. So what was the point of deleting the video? It was dumb. Mad said, and for those of you telling me to keep it off social media or text her, call her, I tried and she didn't answer. So maybe this will get her attention. It's petty as shit. Josh spoke up about that a little later and I'll talk about that when I recap what he said. Nessa tweeted, I've been through so much recently. I've broken down completely two weeks ago and have done nearly something that is irreversible which that, that part scares me because you know she's struggled with depression. So I got up and decided to release all of my negatives in my life. I'm not in a place to entertain those full of hatred and lies. Yeah, basically not. She didn't notice how she didn't mention Mads once in that. That's how a fucking adult handles it. This just tweet alone by Nessa makes me believe Nessa because she could have gone petty. She could have exposed Mads probably. But she chose to just say, like, I'm not dealing with this bullshit. Like, this is beneath me. I have to worry about my own mental health. And I respect that. She said, the future is so bright, and I have to keep reminding myself that instead of letting false judgment destroy me, I'm so hyped for you to hear Lottie die. D-Die, yeah, D-Die, on Kimmel, what a dream. I'm so blessed and thankful. Basically saying, like, this is stupid. I'm going to be on fucking Jimmy Kimmel. Like, holy shit. So now let me go over what the podcast said. So I watched the entirety of the Mad segment because, yeah, they recently had it. They released an interview with Noah, and it wasn't Noah. It's Noah, so he's not going to be involved in drama. So there wasn't that much things, sort of just recapping his TikTok career and everything like that. But then they added a part at the end talking about this whole shit. And Josh, let me just say this about Josh. Whether it's true or not, again, I don't think it's true. But Josh... I think he's genuinely a great guy. Josh has never really been, been involved with any scandal, any racist scandals, homophobic, any of that, like some of the other sway people have. And I love the sway people to death, but he's never done that. The biggest issue was him and Chase, and that was sort of justified. Josh does not deserve this. Josh clearly has always been there for Nessa. Never said shit about her, even when they broke up. Didn't shade her once. Josh deserves someone who will be there for him. And I think it is Nessa. I really do. But I'm saying in case this was true, but I don't want anyone to give hate to Josh or anything because Josh is one of the nicest dudes I've seen on this app. And when I hear him talk, he really tries to stick up for everybody and not really hate on any person. But this was hard in this situation to not hate. So basically, Josh, said that when he first heard the video, saw the video, he was sad. Like he said he loved Jaden. He loved Jaden like a brother. He knew it wasn't true. But you get jealous. I've never I haven't been in a relationship. Hands up. But. If I was dating a girl and someone posted this about my girl, like that she was like fucking my best friend or something, I would get jealous even if I knew my best friend didn't do it. Like that just sucks to see. It's kind of like a gut punch, especially knowing it's going to be out there and it's going to cause all this mess. But he believed Jaden. He said, I don't think this has happened. I just didn't see it. Mads that morning before she posted it was blowing up his phone basically saying like, I need to talk to you. It's super important. Like you should know something. And Josh was like, why are you texting me so much like this? He said, he texted her, this is sus you're texting me. And she said, she tried to call him and he was basically like, just text it. Like I can't call. And he's like, no, this can't be something over text. So he was like, I guess I'll never know then. Like he didn't care that much. He knew something was fishy. He was up. 
why was she texting him so much? That's something that's really weird and that I think Matt should explain why she wouldn't just text it to him. And then Cynthia Quinn's ex was also texting him, basically saying he doesn't deserve, you don't deserve this, you're such a great guy, which is confusing because who is she friends with? Like she was, she was dating Quinn, who's best friends with Jaden. Could be on Matt's side, but she could also be on Nessa's side. She was also friends with, Jaden was best friends with Josh, who was friends with Quinn. So it all, we don't know who side Cynthia and the other girls' exes were, but she did reach out to Josh. Jaden texts him basically almost immediately. Good for Jaden. Like Jaden had to get out up in front of it before we posted anything on social media saying this is bullshit. Like I don't know what's going on with her, but this is not true. Josh basically then call says Mads Mads is insane. Which it seems like it. Like, not that this didn't happen, but the reaction and the way she handled it, like making like a diss video and on a trend instead of just revealing screenshots on um, proof you have why you think this nope just saying it happened and leaving it at that and then sticking to it after you deleted the video again providing no evidence whatsoever that they're together i'll i'm gonna give my final opinion after i recap but looking like that's the case josh basically says there's already was they broke up already there was already clearly jealousy and toxicity before if Mads, not Mads, if Nessa doing a song with Jaden caused a breakup, their relationship wasn't solid to begin with. It wasn't. Like, that's just the case. It wasn't solid to begin with, if that's what causes a breakup. So he also revealed earlier in that podcast that him and Nessa were on a break. They were on a break, I believe, before all this happened, basically stating that Nessa needs to focus on her mental health and everything. And that's about reason. If that's what she needs to do, then that's what she needs to do. Because again, she shared, she's been very, very, very open about her struggles with that. So I'm proud of her for doing what she needs to do. Feel bad for Josh though. Cause he said, he's like, I'm gonna do whatever I have to do like to get her back. It shows the real man. That shows dedication right there. So my final thoughts are this. Mads has shown on many instances that she is jealous and that she will do anything for Jaden. I think she got jealous of the time Jaden was spending with Nessa doing the song, assumed based on nothing at all that they were hooking up or something, was upset when she and Jaden broke it up, wanted to get back at Jason, wanted to get back at Nessa, believing that she was the reason their relationship failed. So she posted this for attention, for revenge, whatever else. But in no way do I believe this actually happened. Not at all. Nessa's not that, does not seem like that type of girl. Jaden's not that fucking stupid to get with his best friend's girl. And there's simply, like, she would have showed screenshots or something if it was actually true. And it's just, it's fishy. And Mads has been in fishy situations before. And it's like, that's her MO. That's what we were expected from her. That's basically it. So next we've got to talk about James Charles. Uh, me and Autumn did a podcast a while back, basically discussing the James Charles accusation that came out. I basically said, I don't think he's that stupid. I don't know if I believe it. I believe, I don't know if I believe that he lied, but he told the truth about his age. Another accusation came out this time with more screenshots and Guys, like, 
at one point at some point you just got to be like this is too much it he has been accused time and time again of sexting nudes and all that to underage kids at one point it's got to be true i doubt all of them lied about their age for fame for a couple tiktok likes it's just it's not how it works he basically his defense was you deleted the message where you lied about your age you deleted other messages and he was just like, what what messages and then the one thing that scared me in this tiktok that he posted about the messages and what james said was you keep your name out of my mouth or we're gonna have a big problem that's a threat if you were innocent you wouldn't do that you wouldn't threaten him even if you thought he was gonna expose you like that's just not how it works even if this isn't true we know this kid is 15 no matter what even if he lied about his age at one point it has to be john james to get identification you've been through this too much to keep being this fucking stupid the only possible reason is that he knew the age he didn't care on this guy's tiktok he adv- advertised his age because he was so tall he's like imagine being 15 and like six five or whatever it was james also wished this kid a happy birthday the evidence points to james knowing what he was doing and not caring at some point it's too much there's a pattern here there's consistency with the stories it's it's true i believe them and i think you should too because and i don't like trisha co-opting it to boost her own popularity and it has nothing to do like i still don't think james friendship with charlie was creepy but james seems like a predator and it's not grooming grooming is when it happens for a long time and you like personally know the person that's what grooming is so don't misuse that definition because it hurts real grooming victims it's not pedophilia because the kid wasn't prepubescent like please know your definitions before you just start throwing random words around it's predatory that's exactly what it is james has 20 million youtube subscribers he is a celebrity people are starting to cut ties with him as they should he needs to do better, even if the guy lied about his age. It's on him. When you're that big, you don't know this guy's age. You don't know if he's telling the truth or not. You you get you get identification. Or, God, you screenshot the message where he says his age, if he says 18, 19, whatever. Because then that proves at least he lied about it. Just saving it is not enough because you know they'll delete it. I used to think James was really smart. And then my biggest thing is this. Treat James Charles with the same energy you guys give the Lopez brothers. Every single one of his videos comments about the Lopez brothers texting, sexing the underage kids. Do that to James every time he posts it. Last time, we blew it over, including myself. I'm guilty of that. This is the fifth, like fifth, fourth, whatever allegation against James. More than the Lopez brothers, more than many other people that have been canceled on TikTok for the same exact shit. This is the same case as Tony, basically, where he claims they lied about their age. The difference was James Charles's reaction to this was horrible. He personally attacks the victims. He blames them. Tony even never accused her of being a liar. Tony said, I should have been more careful, which is some sort of an apology, which James has just not even given a chance. He hasn't tried it. He just blames them 
puts really none of the blame on him. We casually blames him, but then does the same shit by not making sure they're of age, by not getting per- proper identification of their age. It's it's clear as day that he is a predator, that he's doing inappropriate things with kids underage. If you can't see that, you won't ever see that. And I'm sorry that it's, I'm sorry it's taking me long enough to see this, but it's time to acknowledge what it is. So lastly, there is been some controversy going around where Addison Ray appeared on Jimmy Fallon's show and danced a bunch of TikTok dances where he would like flip a card of the name of the dance and she would have to dance it, not that much energy, but like she still did the dances. And people are upset because no one really acknowledged the black creators who made those dances. Addison Ray had no energy when they had energy and just sort of basically saying like the white women get all the fame when these black girls and black males that actually created the dances get no recognition, which is true. It's very, very true. So here's my thing. It's people are also hating on Addison when obviously that was not Addison's choice. She had really no say in what she was going to do. And it's not Addison's fault, but it is an issue. It is a huge issue because imagine how iconic it would have been to have the creators of the dances go on with Addison, share that platform. That would have been an amazing opportunity for everyone involved. And it's true. These black creators do not get any credit for the dances they make. Yeah, they might get a little caption tag and stuff like that, but that's not it. Like, there's an issue going on where no one recognizes the people who actually create the dances and what make TikTok. Almost every famous dance you'll see was made by a person of color. The majority of them are, but we don't know that because they're only the white creators who TikTokers who do the dances get hype, not the ones that actually created it. So first of all, dance credits are a huge deal. They need to be normalized everywhere like you should give dance credits i don't think you should cancel people who don't but like you should do it and i think something that created big creators and influencers could do instead of just doing their dance and tagging them how about duet them and be like this dance is awesome and do it with them and jimmy fallon and production team missed a huge opportunity here to if you were going to have addison on include these creators or how about i don't know give these own creators their own episode Talk to them about their life. Give them a platform. Some of them have platforms, but a lot of them don't. Even a million followers is not that much anymore. Like Addison has 80 million. And none of this is on Addison, but this is on the people who just continue to have all these white content creators on and just don't give any mention. You could have even just put the names of the people who did the dances or shouted them out. But you did none of that to even acknowledge in the least bit any of these creators who worked hard to come up with these dances who have received time and time again little recognition for what they actually do this is an issue broader than just tiktok dances this is an issue everywhere where black men and women and people of color don't get any recognition of the things they do right but get will be the first to get called out when they do something wrong it's systemic it's an issue with every social media app you, you, you see the lack of pe- people of color influencers in social media on TikTok. You see the Hype House, Sway House, the Canada Content House. There might be like three people of color combined because of things like this. 
like Charlie and them, they got famous from dances that co- black creators did. Not that it's on Charlie or any of the other people, but it's on us. It's on the audience to hype up these creators, to follow them, to comment, to share. That's what we have to do to build them up so that they will get these opportunities. It's a shame that these opportunities aren't given to them by people like Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. But we have to ensure that they get the opportunities. We have to make sure that they become big influencers too. So that's all we have for today. Thank you guys so much for listening to Gossip Happy Hour. I'm trying my best to get Yoda and Haley on next week, but I don't think it's going to happen. Damn, I've just been... There's so many influencers out there that literally will just tell me they're coming on and they just don't. But, you know, I'm just going to keep doing me. I'm just going to keep posting episodes and give you new content. I hope, hopefully I'll have Autumn on at least next week. Um, Everyone go to Mustafa's TikTok account and demand that he fucking promote our podcast. I love you guys. And I'm going to be on spring break next week, but I'll be back probably Wednesday. So I might do an episode then or this weekend. I've actually an interview set up with Thom Gray, who's a TikToker. He has like about 300,000, I think. And he's just very in touch with political issues going on in the world and cultural and some of the TikTok issues. So I can't wait to talk to him. And I think it's actually going to happen. Like that's going to happen this weekend or early next week. Love you guys. Drugs that taste like candy and the diamonds in my teeth.